Are you ready? Let's roll the dice. In our last episode, um, the three of you arrived at the town of Hell and were immediately greeted by a bunch of uh, apparently undead dwarves um, that were attacking the town. You managed to defeat these dwarves with the help of your new best friend, Runa Diamond Gaze, and you figured out the way to the library of Beth Mall, which is what you actually came to town for. Uh, took a quick detour to the Dream Bodega, got some cool stuff, and now you're finishing up your business in the town before heading to the library. What are you guys doing right now? I think that um, we should probably see if we can find any more um, health potions, because we're running a little bit low on those. Most of the buildings in this town are built um, kind of connected to each other in a, a sort of a, a Wild West facade, if you will. Um, but the general store is the only building aside from the distillery that stands alone. Um, it's, uh, it's not high, but it's very, very wide. Um, and it's got a, a yellow tiled roof and it has, uh, you know, rocking chairs out the front of the porch, you know, for people to just sit on and, and chat while they're, you know, significant others are doing all the shopping. Um, the general store is named Nana's. Uh, but the, the titular Nana is not behind the counter. Who is behind the counter uh, is a young uh, tiefling man with uh, curly pink hair and a very, very, very bright smile um, who is, like, chain-smoking constantly. And he says, Welcome to Nana's. What can I do for you? I kind of, like, motion to say or so, like, uh, oh, we're, we're here to um, pick up some supplies for a mission that we're going to be running. Um, you're right. As Sayersha's kind of going through this, like, we're on an adventure and we need all these supplies. Kind of thing. Like, uh, a, a light fixture falls from the ceiling and just barely misses him by, like, a second. Um, so that's that was his reaction. He's like, he's like, wow, I'm so sorry. That happens sometimes. This place is really old. So how old is it? Uh, hella. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, and he kind of like shrugs at her, like, "Well, you're not wrong, cause it's definitely before I was born." Oh, well. This is um, my nana's place. Where? Huh? This is my nana's place. I oh, that's that's awesome. Inherited it. Um, <laughs> we are uh, we're looking for some health potions because we're gonna go beat up a um, beat up a necromancer. Every time, Sayersha. Every time. This town seems to know about it. <laughs> um, it, as soon as you as soon as you mention like health potions and necromancers, he like he doesn't stop smiling because he doesn't do that, but it gets a little dimmer, and he's like. Oh. Oh. Well. Listen, you can forget that you heard that. We just need some health potions. Because, you know, health. Well, ethically, I can't actually forget that I heard that. But, 
ethics aside, I might have some health potions on the back wall, okay? All right. Okay, um, I look at, at Ixen, and I'm just kind of like, did you, you notice the, you notice the name of this place, right? Like, listen, there's a lot of people named Nana. That are tieflings? That doesn't even make any sense. Uh, how, you don't think tieflings have grandmothers? Come on. I'm just saying, maybe we should ask about it. What do you say? Oh, hey, uh, is your dead grandmother like our old uh, traveling companion? That's kind of weird and rude. Well, they may not even know that she's dead. I think it's entirely unfair to just not say something about it. Okay, uh, we sent out a, a bunch of letters and, and, I mean, obviously it was like, you know, nobody could come to the funeral, but it was not like people didn't know. She was old. She had lots of connections. We sent us out as many as we could. I don't remember sending any here. Okay. Did you send some here? Um, I mean, I may have sent a couple, but I don't know about here. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't ask Nana, like, about her whole backstory, because you know if you got her started, she wouldn't stop. Yeah, you're right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to try. What do you, I mean, what do you, what do you want to, what do you want to do about this? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Like, I just, I just feel like... What are we supposed to say? Hey, sorry about your dead grandmother. Like, that's... There's nothing else we can offer. So, I'm just... I just... I just feel like there's something that we should... I don't know! So, he's, like... Okay, so you guys are definitely, like, back in the back aisles, like, whispering at each other now. And you already established that you're magic people, and... The whole town's kind of suspicious of magic since the Lich Wars, so he's definitely like, oh, alright, these people are shoplifters. So he's been, like, sidling through the aisles and gets close enough to hear the, what are we going to say, sorry about your dead grandma, and, like, <laughs> drops a couple of items on the floor really loudly. Don't worry about me, everything is fine, don't worry, it's fine, I'm just restocking! Inconspicuous, just restocking, this don't worry about me! Definitely not eavesdropping! It's fine! I have, um, excuse me. What did you say your name was again? I'm sorry. Um, and he's he's taller than the aisles are, so he, like, pops his head over the aisles and, like, grins at you, and he was like, My name's Modesty! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can call me Modesto for short if it makes you feel better. That, that's not shorter. That's not, okay. Um. <laughs> but it's funner! It's funner! That's not okay. Um. Hey, so you're not a word either, but that's not stopping you. I I'm sorry. I have a quick question. No, wait. No. Nope. Um, is there a reason wait, why wait. <laughs> everyone in your town has pretty cool sounding names? Like I'm oh, honestly that's, just no, curious. that's fair. That's a good yeah. Like like I'm really wondering like where where did all of these names come from? Because like these are pretty cool. Is it a tiefling thing? Did I miss out on that? Yeah, I feel like I should have. I feel like I should have picked up on that, but I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm really just curious. And he, he looks kind of thoughtful and, like, walks around the aisle so he's not, like, looking over it at you anymore. And he's like, well, I want to say it's a tiefling thing, but, like, all the tieflings I've ever known come from here, so it might be a hell tiefling thing. You know how us demons are. He, like, does the air quotes and, like, laughs at you. You embrace that? And he, like, nudges Ixen in the ribs and goes, hell yeah. Great. Hey. From an hey. aisle over, Runa laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> From like two aisles over, Sayersha laughs like three minutes late. <laughs> so Ixen's like, 
kind of rubbing her rib, like, oh, um, hey, okay, um, so, um, I am going to try to, uh, charm some things, so I, I rolled charisma, I rolled a 15, I don't, I don't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start talking, and uh, we're gonna see where this goes. Oh, throw it, do it. Alright, so, I like, I'm like, oh, my, my ribs, oh, that was, um, hey, friend, and I sling my arm around, around his shoulder, a little too tightly, just a hair, and I'm like, hey, so, what do you think you, what do you think you heard? Because I, you know, I know that we are, um, you know, kind of, I've heard we've getting a reputation, which I'm all about reputations, because half the time that's how you deal in currency, is your rep, your, your great rep. Um, and I do many reps, because I, look at these, and I pat my, 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 my biceps like, yeah, reps. Um, so, I, you look like you work out. Hey, um, how you doing? I, Perry is, I'm, I am face palming. I am hardcore face palming at this time. Like, you couldn't have been, you, you didn't have to, okay. So, um, Manessa's, like, really, he's really friendly, like, to a fault. Like, overtly charming, but even this is making him a little bit uncomfortable. But he's, like, leaning into it, like, yeah, uh, well... You did come in my shop talking about necromancers and then talking about people's dead grandmas. And I'm just saying, if you want to try to raise my granny from the dead, I'd appreciate it if you didn't. Oh, no! Whoa! Wait, back up there, friend. Um, so we are very clearly, uh, anti-necromancy. We're not... That's, That's not, not very clear from where I'm standing, real close to you. Okay. Your arm. Yeah, um, I... I okay. <laughs> Let's let me put it this way. I don't know how anything of about necromancy works, cause I'm an idiot and all I can do is just pump some great iron. Um, so and my friends here are slightly magical, but they're not that bright either. Um, listen, okay, they're not that bright. If they were really trying to raise the dead, they wouldn't come in asking about necromancer and things like that. Um, yeah, we. <laughs> we have had some run-ins with some necromancers and it's gone badly for them and that's kind of our thing i think that's our rep okay you know what um what my very tall golden friend here is trying to say is um a while ago we uh had a companion who was also a tiefling and we were just wondering if you knew her wait no what that's all Perry, wait, I... Okay, what's the point of this conversation? That's all. That's all I wanted to know. Alright. Do you know any tieflings that might have been our friends? How... How... How is he supposed to know? Well, okay, she was... She was about, uh, a yay high, and I, like, point to, like, was Nana taller than me? Wait. <laughs> um, Nana was only, like, mm, like an inch or so taller than you. So I, like... Put it up to, like, put my hand up to my height, and I'm like, was like, yay, hi. Had had this really, like, uh, rockin', uh, it was a musical instrument thing, honestly. I was, it, I think it had a skull on it. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, she was pretty great. We called her Nana, but I don't actually, she didn't really tell us what her real name is. She was a really nice lady, and we were just kind of wondering if that's who owned this store. 
so I'm gonna overlook the racist implications that all tieflings are related because I think you're totally right. Could she play I'll make a man out of you like a badass? Uh, yes. Yes! I know her! That's my Nana! Um, yeah, how, how, how is she? As far as I know, she's fine. I have, I, honestly, honestly, I have no idea. She left town, left this place to me, oh, a while ago, I want to say like a year or two ago, and then, yeah, just left to go back adventuring. Said she wanted another, you know, one last big adventure. Sounded like, you know, that guy from that movie with the ring. So I'm gonna, Perry's gonna do something real stupid here real quick. So I'm gonna just sit. That's not new. Sit down. Hey. No, I know you're gonna do, sit. So hey, new I friend. I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just asking a question. All right. Sit down with us. I resent the implication that you think that I'm gonna say something dumb. Let's all sit on the floor. And I'm, like, pushing both of them down on the floor. This does not make this conversation better. It makes it worse. Let's all have fun share times on the ground. This is not making this conversation better. Perry. He, like, he's he's friendly but lost at this point. So he's just kind of going with it, like, Wait a minute. Didn't you, did you say something about... Did somebody try and raise your Nana from the dead? Did you just say that? Well... I don't know that my Nana's dead. If she is, it wouldn't really surprise me, but I was talking about my granny, my my other oh. grandma, uh, because she's definitely buried in the backyard and probably should stay there. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't like the dead things come de dead people coming alive that I know. I ju it's just a thing that I really I just don't I do I don't. Yep. Okay, let's stand up again. I guess um no no sitting. Hey, um so about that not being surprised. Yeah. Um. Okay, this is not the right way to approach this situation at all what? either. Hold, hold on, hold on. What What are you guys, what are you guys trying to say? Um. So we trained with your Nana. Yeah. And, and she was, she was a really, she's, she's a really, really rad. Always kept her spirits up. Very, very good at that. She was always so totally amazing. She was the coolest person that I know. I miss her a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. She was very, very cool. Um, so, about that. Um, along our travels, unfortunately, she did have, uh, some people, she, she, she had, had this, had this guy, he was really funny. He, uh, he fell in love with her. He's a very, he's a very funny guy. His name's Monty. He's great. Um, and, uh, when whenever whenever she was around, he always gave us discounts on stuff because he liked her so much. It was really funny. That sounds like my nana. She was such a big flirt. Like you should have seen her with devotion back in the day. Oh my god. Well. Oh, that explains so many things. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. So we came here and and I saw the name of the store. And, um, I, I guess I just kind of felt bad because I don't really know how to tell you this, but, um, along the way in our travels, um, your Nana and our Nana, because 
we only really called her that. Um, Are you my secret sibling somehow? No, no, no. How would that even work? Going. That's not at all where this was headed. Um, I don't know. She adopted a lot of children. Oh, well, all right. I mean, all right, fair. But that's that's not where this was headed. No, um, she, uh... Uh, 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 sir, how would you, how would you... Listen, um, she's gone on to a better life. She's passed away, all things. I'm very sorry. We love, we like Nana a lot. Um, we and... Did, we loved her. We, um, yeah. It's just... Yeah, we feel really bad, and, and we're sorry. But we wanted to let you know that that happened. She's, she had a very big, great, wonderful impact on our lives. Like, she, she did, she was very good at that. She, we thought that we thought that she was always stronger than she uh, was because she just always put on such a brave front um and and I I you know we did try to tell everyone it was just so sudden and um anyways it's kind of weird that we're running into this now um I'm not feeling so great I mean I feel like we were gonna run into it eventually but I don't I'm sorry I don't really know what to say uh, uh modesto i i'm really sorry like i just i like awkwardly pat them both and then i just kind of like walk away because i'm like i need a minute no don't okay i need a minute he gets like really quiet for a minute and like really introspective um because you know again he's you know he wasn't surprised by it but at the same time it, it's still unexpected and he kind of goes like i just can't believe she's gone but tell me, tell tell me this, friend. Just tell me one thing. And he looks into your eyes very soulfully and goes, "Was it cool? Did my nana die in a cool way?" I mean, I think that she was, without a doubt, one of the bravest people I have ever met in my life, and that is including all of my siblings who will kill me if they ever hear me saying that she was much cooler than all of them because she was. Um, she was a fantastic, fantastic uh, tiefling to get to know, a person to get to know, just in general. And you just need to know that uh, she passed doing what she loved, and that was adventuring. I appreciate those kind words. And he takes you by the shoulders and goes, But was it cool? Tell yeah, it me was, at it least was, it was cool. Tell me was, she it, went out in a blaze of glory. Tell me that she had a death worthy of her life. It was it cool. It was, and I'm like, I'm like being shaken. Shaken. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, it was totally cool. I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, can you please put me down? I'm getting sick. Thank you. And so he drops Perry and, like, falls back dramatically against the aisle and flings an arm over his eyes and is like, oh! And then he stands up and he goes, it's what she would have wanted. It's what she would have wanted. Let's just, let's all be real here. You knew her. I knew her. She would have wanted to go out adventuring. It's, it's all right. And I, I, I come back over and I, I, like, put a hand on his shoulder and I'm like, listen, <laughs> Flying snakes, it was real radical. And he, like, his eyes get so big, and he's like, awesome, and, like, high five six in. <laughs> I'm gonna write a song in her honor, and it's gonna be called 
The Ballad of the Flying Snake. Oh, that's a really good title. Wow. Can we, can we, can we hear it? Can you give us a little taste? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not, I, don't, I haven't even thought of anything past the, past the, like the, the chorus, but I guess I could give it a shot. Yeah. So he, he pulls a, a coffee can off the shelf and goes, Flying Snake! And from wherever Say is in the store, because, like, obviously, she kind of knew that something was up with, um, with Perry and Ixon when they first got in, and they started looking uncomfortable, so they were, like, just giving them their, their space. But Say comes back for that, and I was like, flying snakes? Clearly you've uh, inherited the, the ways of the song from your yeah. family line. Um, maybe work on that a little more, and we'll come back to you. Yeah, um, you know what, here's, how about, how about this? Um, we save your town, and you owe us a song. How's that sound? I like it. He, he, he's so pleased with it, he's like, that sounds amazing. I'm going to write a song in her honor, I'll write a song in your honor. You're gonna go do great things for this town. Great things. You're all my new friends, and he like, hugs everybody within range. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. That's well, all of us. Hold on. <laughs> Runa reaches her hand down from the other side and just kind of like gives like a little like high five. Uh, speaking of, um, yeah, saving the town. Hey, would you mind if um, just at least one nice potion of health would be great? Um, he's, he's still overcome with emotion about the, 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 the you know, this dramatic turn everything is taking. And then he kind of like wipes the tears from his eyes and goes... <sighs> I was not kidding. I really don't have that many potions because, ew. But uh, I do have two left, and you can have those on the house. Just, I know that Nana would want me to make a profit, but you were her best friend. And in her memory, I will donate the potions to the cause. So, um, thanks. And, um, we're, uh, I assume, I mean, did you want to tell your family in this song fashion or did you want us to talk to them no I, I think it should come from a family member honestly we have our own ways of dealing with these things definitely things you understand G- good you know i, I you. honestly I, I feel like you would do her such such a good honor by um by being the one to tell your family how fantastically and bravely your Nana braved these flying snakes because it was it was so good. I will do it. I will go. I will bear the news. And that song, that song is going to be so good. I believe in you. I will bear the news to my family. So he he walks out the front door and and leaves y'all in the in the uh, general store by yourselves. And from the square outside, you can hear. Saruna just, like, hops over the shelf at this point, so she's, like, between you guys. And she just kind of, like, puts a hand on, like, on either arm and just kind of goes, like, you must have been real good friends with that lady. It's a good thing you did here. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should, uh, keep moving. Yeah. We trained with her for, like, a year. It was pretty rad. She was, she was a really nice lady. But we should probably save the town before all of them, like, congregate in the middle around this boy. Yes, I do think that would be a great idea. 
y'all made your way out of town. You passed the gang of tieflings in the courtyard uh, surrounding uh, Modesty, who's telling the, the tale that he half got from you guys. He's making up most of it, like, honestly. With, with drum solos and everything. And y'all head down the path, just like um, Devotion told you, straight down to where the library is. Sure enough, you go straight down the path toward the mountain, get down to the holler, you go to the bottom of the holler, and you really can't miss it because there is a huge uh, um, facade out there. It, the library is literally carved into the outside of the mountain. The facade is old-fashioned, and there are a lot of beautiful carved columns uh, standing over an entryway that it has no door hanging in it. Uh, Runa, Runa just gives a quick little, uh, well, I'm glad that we got directions, because I wouldn't have found this place. Really? Uh, that is a 25 on investigation, my dude. So, investigating the outer facade of the Library of Beth Mall, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. The entryway is, is pretty dark. You can see there's, a. The walls inside are kind of damp, and they're growing some some interesting-looking, like, lichen, fungus-type thing that's faintly glowing. So you get the idea that it might it might be lit up enough to see in there. But there's no uh, there's no visible traps. There's no arcane magics guarding the doorway. Um, yeah, it's pretty. You're pretty good. I'm gonna turn to everyone else and be like, "All right, how do you guys want to play this? Should we um, should we just search around?" Or should we go right in? Should we, um, what should we do? I did have, uh, one question. Sayersha, what are we looking for? I mean, I assume books, because we're going to a library. But there's got to be, like, a difference between being like, hey, this book's got a cool cover, and this book is also useful. Um, is there a, like, What's your plan? All right, so um, most libraries do have some sort of organizational system and we're gonna be trying to find any um, books relevant to um, 10 years ago and anything relevant to necromancers and liches and these cards. Uh, the more we can find out about what happened then, what these necromancers did, and why it's such a problem, and who this lich was in his life, um, and how we could stop him. We're also, if we can find things about the cards, um, it would be super duper great if we could find a way to destroy the cards. Um, I believe that would be the best possible option at all forever. Great, I wasn't listening to any of that. I'm ready to punch some books. Let's go. Uh, um, if uh, if any of you happen to find a really big hammer, let me know. Are we looking for books about hammers or actual hammers? Either way, that we can we can hit things with both of those. Uh, preferably the hammer itself. Great. Sorry, Zayersha. I I did want to know the plan, but then I realized that I uh, there's a lot of things you have a list of, and I'm not good at lists. So I'm just gonna let you. You've lived in a library. Cards, necromancers, lit liches. Great. Um. Awesome. Let's. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna just make sure that this haunted library doesn't cause us any issues. Perry, don't say shit about punching ghosts. I know. I got it. What? 
I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say we should maybe stick together and not get lost in the spooky library that keeps spawning dead things, so. That's very true. Um, alright. Um, speaking of the fact that it is a spooky, haunted type of library, should we do something like tie a ribbon between us so that we don't, like, get separated? Maybe? Did you have to do that in your library? Well, my library wasn't haunted. Okay, yeah, and you you think that a, a running t running a rope together like toddlers is gonna stop a ghost? No. Um. Well, I mean, I've read a lot of books about haunted places, and they always have like the moving walls, and like you step on a tile or something, and then like uh, a something falls and separates everybody, and it's it's just it's awful. It's the worst thing ever. And that's in a library. Well, I mean, just haunted places have traps. Haunted places have traps? Yeah. But what if what if one of the traps is like a giant pit? Yeah. Then we all go down. Um I mean, that unless one of us is on on the top and then they could make make a chance to save everybody. Um but you, Listen, okay, here's what I'm going to say. You don't want me tied to you. Because I can just go badly on all ends. Because I'm just... Listen, I'm full of awesomeness and also much bigger than you guys. And I don't want to squash anyone. Um, how about... How about... Uh, you can... Ride my shoulders and point us in a direction and I'll punch ghosts. That... Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, oh, okay. That... That works. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> Runa, I guess it's you and me, then. In the front? No, wait, no, I, I mean, unless you think you can also punch the ghosts. Um. I mean, I can stab ghosts. I have daggers. I don't need to punch anybody. Runa pulls out her hand axes, one in each hand, and she's like, I can, like, slice a ghost, I think. I think we sh okay, you know what? I take that back. I, <laughs> we can't punch ghosts, and I don't know why you think that a library is gonna have traps in it because you, you've lived in a library you know how that works and i don't think this place is actually haunted i think there's a necromancer in it so i think we should just all go inside all the more reason to be careful of traps if a necromancer lives there all right well then um i'll just th throw books ahead of us and if one falls in a trap we won't fall in it that's actually really smart that's that's a good idea i'll just um, ask you to make sure the book is nothing we need okay all right all right oh uh, okay you guys head inside. Um, at first, everything's kind of rough, but then it gives the rough-hewn passage gives way to a polished floor with a great seal on it and a grandly arched entry dome made out of crystal. And the seal on the floor depicts a cross with uh, two wavy bars across it. Crossing the seal, passing under the dome, and entering the next doorway brings you into a dimly lit room that seems to be some kind of uh, reception area. The counters of the customer service area are carved from a single piece of stone extending out from the wall. Uh, there's no librarian back there. Uh, from the looks of things, everything's been abandoned for quite some time. There's a uh, fungus growing all over everything because it's kind of damp in here. It's underground. There's some cobwebs. It's gross. Sitting on the counter is a sign that says, shh, quiet please, with a little cartoon dwarf woman with like a finger on her lips. 
and beside it there is a library index that details the sections of the library and what kind of books they contain. For, for such a, a legendary library, it's not very tall, it's just very deep. It goes, you know, far into the depths of the mountains. The fungus on the walls is also phosphorescent, so it, there's light in here. Y'all aren't, like, walking around blind. The zeros section is all biographies. The 100 section is body and mind. 200 is religion. 300 is combat and warfare. 400 is culture. 500 is classes. 600 is technology. 700 is magical arts. 800 is zoology, and 900 is history and geography. Um, so I will head first to the history and geography area. Everybody going with her? Yeah, and just because we have this whole, like, hey, there might be some things, I am going to yeah. roll a perception. And that's a seven, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> um... There's some glowing fungus, you guys. Yeah. I also want to roll a perception. Hold on. Fifteen. Yeah, glowing, glowing fungus. Um, it's it's everywhere. It's especially con- concentrated in the areas that are designated as reading areas. It's not. It's never on the floor, but it is on the like. It's on the walls. It's on the chairs. It's on the tables. It's on the everything. And again, especially concentrated in the reading area because it's space with a lot of furniture and notebooks. I'm gonna do a nature check to see if I know anything about this fungus. That is 16. 16. Um, so you are aware um, that these mushrooms, I don't have a name for them, honestly, but, uh, but you have read about these mushrooms. Um, you, you do know that they are, you know, they grow underground, they, grow, they can grow very large. Um, and the larger they get, the higher probability is that they will gain a form of sentience. So that there's that, and you're, you also know that occasionally they can be known to emit clouds of spores. Not deadly, but, you know, they emit clouds of spores. Uh, are they the kind of spores that, uh, get admitted when you say words? You don't remember what triggers them. Aw, thanks. <laughs> You got a 16, I can tell you that much. That's fair, we're also in a library, so... (laughs) Can I try and figure out if Nana had ever told us about this place before? Would that be history? It's a six! Um, you vaguely remember Nana mentioning the town of hell before, but nothing about the library. But although, then again, now that you think about it, she might have just said that hell is other people, so... Hell is where the home is. So, Ixen, uh, roll a 12 for a history check. Um, no, Nana's mentioned, like, the library of Beth Mall before, as far as, like, it was a thing that existed down the road, but nothing like she'd ever been there or anything like that. I am going to start looking at the books on the shelf. Where did you say you were going again, Lou? I was going to history and geography. I was thinking about either going to magical arts or zoology. Thoughts on that, friends? Are we splitting up? Well, I mean, they're all in, like, the one section, so, oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we can't get very far from each other. It's true. Do you want to split the party? No. Is it splitting? Do you want to split the party? They're in eyeshot! Do you want to split the party? Okay. Um, I guess that Runa will also join them looking at history, but she is really eyeing that biography section. I'm gonna pop in between, like, the history and magical arts section, like, right right in, right in this general area. Um, I pop into this section because, I mean, 
magical arts. I, we, we're looking for fancy magical cards, so maybe they're obviously mentioned in the magical arts section. I don't know! Okay, so, um, everybody is headed to history and geography except for Perry, who is one aisle over in the magical arts. There are a lot of books on the floor over here. Someone seemed to be in a particular rush to get to one book, uh, which is open on the shelf. And that book is Home is Where the Heart Is, A Guide to Phylacteries. <laughs> Other books in this section include uh, Yeet, Your Eternal Ifridi to Friend, uh, Luck of the Draw, A Guide to the Deck of Many Things, and Arcane Magics for the Tefling Blood. These are books primarily on spells, spellcasting, and magical artifacts. I'm not here for this, but I'm I'm assuming I'm in the second lane over, right? I'm in the yeah, second. you're you're one aisle over from them, so I can still scream at them. Oh yeah, that you're in earshot. Cool. All right. Uh, don't touch anything, please, and don't die. Thank you. Uh, Perry, can you make me a Constitution saving throw, please? Yeah, fucking course. God damn it. You can't yell in a library. Okay. Um, that does not sound promising. Perry takes one point of damage and falls asleep. Oh. Okay, I'll oh. take that. That's fine. I can take that. That's fine. I'll take that. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna, um, I'm, I'm gonna go to the rest of the party in the next aisle over. Um, we're gonna run through this real quick. Uh, you are able to make another constitution saving throw at the beginning of your turn to try to wake up. So, but let me do them for a second. Uh, just a quick question. Did we hear Perry say that? Yes. And then thud. And then you heard a thud. Yeah. It wasn't a very loud thud. I didn't have fall to far, but fall to far to that one. <laughs> fall to far, you guys. Um, okay, so the history and geography section is a disaster. There are books strewn in the aisles, all open to various pages with notes scribbled in the margins. Uh, there is an atlas of Skylark that's open to a map of the Merriam Vale, and there is a uh, handwritten book titled uh, The Lich Wars that's being held open by a weighty copy of The History of the Kingdom of Skylark, Volume 5. Um, unfortunately, all that's written in the volume titled Lich Wars is the title page. Uh, beyond that, there's just a random list of numbers and letters on the back of the title page, and the rest of the volume is empty. Can I go to the 22nd page on the other book? Which one? So, The Lich Wars is there. Uh, the Necron nomicon page 100 um the 22nd word the first word the necronomicon is not over here in this section so um if that's the case then i'm going to uh mage hand that book lich wars yes okay all the ones that seem relevant i'm mage handing them up <laughs> okay um bring him with me so the the title page of the lich wars reads the lich wars a history of the lich wars of skylark by a waxler evolved and then underneath it is scribbled because i don't have anything else to do i guess and then it's crossed out and then the rest of it says uh, necronomicon p100 l1 begin 22-1 22-15 2-2 12 -12. and that's it the page that was open to the history of skylark um, says, the Lich Wars began in the year 1380, begun by two rival liches who strove for dominance over the kingdom of Skylark. Chaos reigned as the siblings raged against each other for a hundred years. After a hundred years of struggle, a coup was staged by a circle of necromancers known as the Pact of the Lich. They overthrew the Lich King and Queen and restored peace to the kingdom of Skylark. With the decimation of the royal family and most of the government, Crystal Fortwith was crowned king in 1480. The Pact of the Lich disappeared soon after King Fortwith's coronation. It is often speculated that they were driven into hiding by the kingdom's wariness of necromantic magics, while others say it was to avoid fame and to continue to do good in the shadows. 
there are a couple notes on this page of the history. Um, one at the bottom just says LOL under the paragraph that details how the Pact of the Lich disappeared. The Pact of the Lich is circled with a note that says CED Journal 25. The Circle of Necromancers note says C Pact Letters TM. Lich King and Queen are connected with the word siblings with some scribbles that says CR 559.1. And then Lich Wars has a note above it that says LW75. Oh, and Crystal Forthwith is underlined that says LQ letters 4 and 6. So you're just bringing all those with us. Yep. And now I am searching for any book on there. And like say often is when it comes to uh, anything that has to do with like a puzzle that you have to find a bunch of pieces, it immediately goes into like hyper-focus mode and they're just like not even like talking about what they're gonna do. They're just like, oh, I'm gonna go do this. They're just like looking through all the books and all the different things for those books, grabbing each one with a mage hand, and <laughs> just like trailing them behind her. Well, as as Sayersha is caught up in the in the book book loving, there is a a soft noise at the end of the aisle, um, and you guys turn to see a creature standing down there at the end of the aisle. It kind of resembles a cross between a bear and a spider. A biter. A biter. This uh, this is a creature with many eyes, but none of them are where I should be on a creature of this shape. But this, this large creature notices you and it like opens its mouth like it would be roaring, but it's quiet because it's mindful of the, <laughs> of the spores. And uh, it, starts, it starts towards you guys. Its many eyes are glazed over um, in eerie similarity to the dwarves back in town. And we're going to need to roll initiative, but Perry, before we do that, I want you to make a constitution saving throw, see if you wake up. Let's find out. Fifteen. All right. Did I wake up? Yep, Perry is awake now. And now let's all roll initiative. Hello! Welcome to the break time. Take a seat in a nice beanbag chair. I, uh, made them just for you out of bags of beans. Just real beans. Just sit on that bag of beans. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to the break of No Dice. Thank you so much to listening to episode 20. Woohoo! Yeah! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We could not have gotten this far without you. Um, special thanks to our guest, Chandler Ray Woods. You can find her on SoundCloud at the same name. Thank you to Chandler so much for playing Runa. Um, Runa is a gift from above and we love her and can't wait for you to hear her her arc shout out to lou actually um they put together the sound design for this episode uh i have been kind of doing a, a couple other projects and it was really cool to have that collaboration between um the no dice crew so so thank you to lou um for all the the fun the fun soundscaping, scaping of the sounds. Um, speaking of scaping of the sounds, the music in this episode is by Kevin McLeod. Um, just great stuff all around. 
As always, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. Without Tabletop Loot, we would not be here. Um, and you can get some great dice from Tabletop Loot. You can go to tabletoploot.com. And if you use the code NODICE15 at checkout, you can get 15% off of your order. And it's their incredible dice. They are incredible prices. And there's always something going on. There's always some kind of sale, or you can use the no dice code, or you can see the new dice that are coming out. We love Tabletop Loot. They are the best. As always, we are a proud member of the Pocket Podcast Network. There's some great new shows on the network, including Home Viewing, The LOL Word, and uh, coming out either before or right after this episode airs i am recording this commercial break incredibly early so i have no idea um there will be a new show on the network um actually spearheaded by lou uh called space mart so keep an eye out for that uh, or ear if you will and it's gonna be an incredible narrative journey that i think y'all are really gonna love um there's always quality on the network and just being a part of this whole journey i'm really proud of everything that happens within the network and i'm i'm just really excited for you guys to hear what lou has been working on if you want to support us you can consider leaving a review on itunes that always always helps tells other people that you like our show the more reviews and the more ratings we get uh the more likely it is for our show to show up on other people's kind of searches on itunes and that would be incredibly helpful for us to get more eyes and ears on us more listening eyes and ears of course you can always purchase a pocket note which is a personal message to be read on the show uh any show on the network of course but if you go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com and search for the pocket notes um you can have that message be read um we actually have some uh, an option on the no dice pocket notes if you want to have any of your messages read by uh characters uh you can have that option as well and if you've ever wanted to have a character read something nice then that now is the time now is the opportunity also tell your friends um word of mouth is a huge way that our show gets out kind of into the world and for me personally it's how i pick up new shows if someone listens to something and says hey i love the show or even recommends it to me that's that is honestly how i get my shows so i know that as a huge part of how our show can continue to grow don't forget, if you want to tweet about the show, you can use the hashtag NoDicePodcast. That kind of shows other people what you're listening to. We see it. I promise we see it. And if you use the hashtag, uh, you will have an opportunity to have your name or a name you suggest be used as an NPC in the show. Like I've mentioned in the past, we are several, several games ahead. So you may not hear your name for a little bit, but just know that it is gone on the list and it is a definite, definite, definite possibility. Um, and I say possibility and I like 95% that you can have your, your name as an NPC. Now I can't guarantee that you won't, uh, your NPC won't, uh, die, but, um, we appreciate you no matter what. And your treatment of, uh, the treatment of, of the NPC named after you is not a reflection of how much we love all of you and have hard eyes every time y'all tweet something. 
And don't forget, you can join us um, in conversation in the Discord. Um, we have a Discord set up for No Dice listeners, and there's a lot of fun. I tend to hang out there every now and again, um, so you can get some of my like inside brain thoughts on what's what's going on with this show. So come join us at bit.ly slash no dice discord. Shout out to all of the listeners who are hanging out in the Discord. I even sent a little message the other day. I was like, hey, who wants a shout out? Because I'm just hanging out in the Discord. Um, and I got a cool little hand raise emoji from Witty. So shout out to Witty. Thank you so much for being a fantastic listener. We love you. Uh, and we love everyone in the Discord. And everyone that's been tweeting about the show and interacting with us makes our heart grow three sizes every day. Um, soon we are going to have a heart enlargement problem, but that is a good problem to have. Just thank you so much. I know I tend to get really sappy in these commercial breaks, but it's just something that this show is, oh, it is so, so rewarding. And it's so much fun when people begin to engage that everyone can kind of appreciate the journey that we're going on. And it's, you guys are building a family and I know we're kind of running this narrative of this found family within the context of, you know, this fictional universe that we're playing D&D in, but within the real universe, you guys are also our found family and that's real and that's tangible and I speak only for myself here, but I'm fairly positive the rest of the No Dice crew would agree with me and that you guys are our lifeblood and you are our family and thank you so much for being a part of this. And I just want to do a little note, like I know a lot of you uh, listen when you have time and catch up and I we appreciate you too. I understand what it's like to have to catch up with a show and I don't want anybody to feel like because they're listening um, not as not as quickly as it comes out that you're not appreciated as well. You are. It's honestly so much fun to see someone who's just starting or or catching up start to tweet quotes or or moments that they liked about an episode that happened a while ago because it just brings back those memories and we love it we love it so 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 much and it's so nice to show appreciation for our guests especially even after their arcs have aired and that to me is also very very special so thank you guys i should stop rambling i've gone on um we're getting we're getting to eight ish minutes so this is fun um so keep keep on listening keep on trucking and the next episode will be out on june 15th thank you so much i will let you get back into the adventure Twenty, fight me. <laughs> Seventeen for me. That's a three. So in, in complete opposite of when Runa first arrived, I got a three. So top of the order is Perry, who is not even in this aisle. Your movement is going to be coming into this aisle. <laughs> like if you to choose to do that, um, you can stay over there and browse that section for all we know. First is Perry, then Sayersha, and then the um, it's a librarian. You guys, it's a librarian. The librarian, uh, and then Ixen, and then Runa. Go ahead. If I, like, say, took a book off a shelf and, like, shot an arrow through that space, would that work? 
I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, that, that, would, that would totally work. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. All right. Um, make a constitution saving throw. Damn it. I knew that was going to happen. Mage hand for the win. Oh, <laughs> no. no. I'm so angry. Oh, man. Um, so Perry, thinking fast, uh, goes to jerk um, arcane magics for the Tefling blood out to shoot through the hole. And uh, upon touching the book, uh, is poisoned by the book. Perry is poisoned and paralyzed for one minute. What? Oh, <sighs> So that's Perry's turn, and Perry falls to the ground paralyzed. I like how I said don't touch anything and then proceeded to touch something. Like, I literally thought about that, and I was like, nah, that's something Perry would just do instinctively because she forgets that she has a mage hand as magic that she can do. Perry did a good and then did a bad. All right, uh, so (laughs) that's that's her turn. Sayersha, it's your turn. Well, it, you said it, it looks glazed over and, yeah. like, de- undeady. Um, so there's probably not uh, trying to reason with it. It's a bugbear, right? Not really, um, because that's not quite how bugbears work. It's a, uh, it's, I cobbled it together from a spider and a bear, which actually have very similar stats. Okay. Um, well, because I don't want to burn anything in this area, I am gonna diddly 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 diddly. I'm definitely not gonna cast thunder wave <laughs> um, everybody make a constitution saving throw uh, I'm definitely not gonna cast knock um god all of my spells are real loud so if that's the case I'm just gonna take out my uh trusty longbow and I'm gonna fire that 13 uh huh Nine piercing. All right, gets him right in the in the nose, where you know where a nose would be on a normal creature. Um, um can I also say that since I was like mage handing all those books, mm-hmm. can I kind of drop them on him? Uh, well, that would be a separate action. It, because it, it's dropping the concentration. Yeah, but your action would be to like move them into position and then drop them. So. So then I'll do that instead of shooting my arrow. Okay. I don't know what that would be. I don't know what that would be, though. Um, that would be some kind of bludgeoning damage, for sure. Yeah, like, what? Oh, bludgeoning. And you said they're poison, aren't they? Are they? I don't know. Well, I mean, Say doesn't know that, but Say knows they're heavy. Are all the books poison? I don't know. Um, yeah, that would be some kind of bludgeoning damage. Um, roll me a, roll me a 1d6. Okay. Three. Oh, well, shit. Those are some heavy books. All right, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say um, plus one. So, all right, so Sayersha just drops like every book in the world on this guy's head, <laughs> um, and and does him for four bludgeoning damage. Uh, poor little thing, he doesn't know what's going on, um, but he is he is big mad about it now. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna like lumber forward and try to and try to just um, claw Sayersha just with his big claws. Just cause, just cause Sayers is the closest one, not because he hates you, not because yeah, I hate fair. you either. That's that, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, okay, that's a nine against AC. Yeah, no, that's that's not a hit. No, it is not. All right, cool. Um, so that's my buddy. That's my buddy and my friend. Um, now it's Ixon's turn. Oh man, I have a dilemma. 
I know, I know what's bad, but in character do I know what's bad? Because I did say I was going to chuck books at things, and I kind of want to chuck books at things, but also I know that they're poised. They're potentially bad, depending and on Perry how- Perry said don't touch anything. Yeah, but when does Ixon ever l listen to Perry? We also can't see Perry. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to take out my shield and I'm going to look at Sarisha and I'm going to look at this spider bear and I'm going to be like, well, let's try something new. Um, this is probably going to go terribly, but I'm going to try to heal this spider. <laughs> Because I guess, I don't know if you can heal undead things, but I want to try. See what happens. And I'm just going to use my lay on hands, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, well, I, I just, I think the biggest thing is like, I don't know what, Ixen in a library is very uncomfortable. And like, obviously it's not a battleground space. So she's trying to like figure out, you know, what exactly is the best course of action here. I'm just gonna touch it. <laughs> so, because it's like, I can choose how many hit points I want to, um, I'm just gonna do, like, two to see what happens. You gonna move in front of Sayersha? Yes, I am moving in front of Sayersha with my shield and my hand out, like, hey, yeah. friend. Ixen, uh, lays on hands this, uh, I cannot believe you're actually touching this thing. Um, <laughs> Ixen, Ixen runs forward, like, shoves Sayersha behind her and thrusts out a hand and touches the, the creepy hairy arm of the spider bear, and nothing happens. Great. Uh, it is not healed, it is not hurt, it's confused as to why it's being touched. It, it's never felt a human touch before, so it's kind of confused. <laughs> oh. Um, and now it's Runa's turn. So with, uh, my, my beautiful negative one on intelligence and wisdom... I think that Runa's going to think, oh, okay, we're being attacked, but I don't know where everybody is right now. So she's just going to go, hey, Perry, are you all right over there? Nice and loud. Okay. <laughs> Runa, would you, please, would you please do me a constitution? Yeah. Wait, am I unconscious and paralyzed? I'm sorry. Nope, you're just paralyzed. I'm just paralyzed? Okay. I'm not going to yell anything, because I obviously know what yelling does, but... All right. Am I allowed to respond? You are... No, you can't move or speak. Okay. Yeah, uh, Runa, um, some spores fly by your face and you bat them away heartily and keep on trucking. Uh, Perry does not respond, so I don't know if, I don't... Do you want to do anything else? Because you can still, you can still move and oh, yeah, interact it, with your environment. I think in classic Runa fashion, she's gonna, like, try to climb the shelves to see over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh All my right. god, I love her so much. That would be acrobatics. Check that for me, please. Oh, goody. If only it was athletics. Oh! Yeah, okay. No, Ooh, What is that number? That's a good <laughs> old three. Again. That's a big three. Um, oh. it's a good, it's a good attempt, Runa. Runa starts up the shelves real good, but, um, falls on her butt. Yeah. Falls on her butt. And, unfortunately, she doesn't take any fall damage. She didn't get that high, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks kind of, it looks kind of ridiculous and, like... Ixon and Sayer should look back over their shoulders like, we're fighting a... what, what is... what are you doing? She just kind of shrugs, she, she, like, motions over like, I was trying to check on Perry! This is our worst battle yet. 
Perry, can you make me a constitution saving throw now that it's your turn again? Aren't I paralyzed? Uh-huh, but you gotta check and see if you're unparalyzed. Ten. You're not. Congrats. Perry is still Perry lies. Um, hey. Everybody can make help on so can I. Alright, um, so yeah, Perry's over there, still still out. Um, and say, Urshad, it's your turn. I am going to use my turn to, one, message Ixen and be like, I think we're supposed to fight it? I like how you don't message me. I didn't respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> Pressing matters. Six seconds. It's processing. It's... <laughs> It's it's a processing thing. Um, and then gonna take out um, the, the the short bow and actually shoot it this time. I do respond to the message and I'm like, I thought you would. It's a lie. All right. Oh oh no. Oh no. That's a crit fail. Oh, Wait, does that no. hit me? <laughs> does that oh, hit me? Cause that's a crit. No. Wait a no. minute! Hold on! No! 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 I'm sorry. Um, Sayersha is half the size, so it's gonna hit your leg. So it's my butt. <laughs> it's my butt. But it's a, it's a real, it's a like okay. So uh, Sayersha, Sayersha tries to be cool and like shoot her bow through Ixen's legs and does it bad. Um, but since it's a real, since it's a real bad thing, it doesn't like, you know, uh, it doesn't shoot through Ixen's leg or anything. But it does, it does, you know, nick her in the leg for four damage. Ow! Yeah, it. Yeah, that's about it. It's not. It's not serious, but it is an accident. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The librarian tries to um, claw at Ixen, and that's a. Uh, that's a 17 against AC, which is nothing. So again, just kind of. And now it's Ixen's turn again. Well, um, I'm like, confusedly like I feel like. I thought I was doing the right thing, because I was like, alright, it's a library, it's not a fighting ground, I'm not gonna fight the thing, I'm gonna try to, like, you know, there's, a, I'm a paladin, like, I'm, I'm trying to be better, and then, like, Sayersha being like, shoot it, shoot it, I'm like, oh, I'm not being like, shoot it, shoot it, you're just like, I think I'm supposed to fight it, so I'm like, uh, um, so I am going to, I'm going to take out my, uh, my long sword and I am going to I'm gonna roll that <laughs> and if it goes well I would like to use divine smite so oh that's an eight yeah no that's not gonna work um that is that did not work against the spider bear and now he's just very mad and uh Runa it's your turn all right uh with my glamorous failure Runa's gonna try to go and do what she does best which is hit things so she's going to move forward as close as she can to the librarian. I guess, like, around her friends and then to the side of it. Yeah, she can go around. She's got... Her, her movement speed's 35, so she's pretty good. So, yeah, she's going to move. And then she's going to not use the great axe, because I think that would be messy. <laughs> so instead, she's going to pull out her hand axe and... With her first attack, she's just going to swing at it with one. Okay. Woo! Got him. So that's four damage. Alrighty. And then she's Please. going to swing one more time with the other hand axe. 
I believe she has two. Or yeah, she should. And that's a nat, oh, nat twenty. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's a nat twenty. No, nope. a normal twenty. Yes. That's a normal twenty. Yeah, but still, still, that's fine. That hits. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, and that's six damage. All right, man. With a one-two punch, <laughs> Runa coming in for ten, ten entire damage, and now the the librarian is surrounded and upset as hell uh, because it's getting it's getting hurt and it can't see and it's it's really bad off. Um, Perry, it's now your turn. Please make me another Constitution save. It's a six. All right, Perry's still out. Jesus, Perry. Oh man, uh, Sayersha, it's your turn now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. This is going real well. Um, we, we'd be killing them. Jeez. Yep. Um, I'm just going to do a magic missile. There's only one person in this world that cares about Perry, and it is Aruna. Aruna's <laughs> coming. It's fine. I care. Magic missile, seven, three times. So 21 total force damage? Yes. All right. Sayersha's curveball does work this time, and she, you know, flings magic missile around Ixen and beside Runa, and all three bolts slam into the librarian, and it actually knocks him back out of the aisles, um, and then it it falls over dead. Oh, <laughs> boom. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 done. The way it hits the wall kind of sends up a kind of a poof of spores, but nothing happens to you guys. Um, Perry. I'm just gonna do a very small. Yay. I was gonna say, Runa's gonna, like, go around the shelf now <laughs> to check on Perry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like, now is hurrying. Before we before we get there, Perry, make me another constitution save. Thirteen. Alright, yeah. Perry is awake and fine now, so everybody comes around the corner <laughs> to find Perry waking up like, guys, what happened? Fuck. I would like to roll um, investigation on the spider bear, so, like this dead spider bear. I just want to poke it. So uh, I rolled a 16. So everyone's going to say, see if Perry's okay. And I'm over here like, hey, hey, what's this? So you go to investigate the spider bear and you look it over and you're, you're kind of, you notice that its eyes are, its eyes are glazed over. It's not decaying visibly. Um, but uh, where its eyes should be, it's growing like uh, little mushrooms. And you are able to deduce that it is not actually undead. Ooh. Huh. Lou, you don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you don't know I anything. I don't. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know this. But we're playing Dystopia Rising. <laughs> so is everybody, is everybody in, the, uh, in the magical arts aisle now? Yes. With Perry, yeah. All right. And I, I'm not saying anything to anybody, because I'm still trying to, f I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Anyway, so um, everybody's in the magical arts aisle. Perry is awake. Ixen is aware of um, shit. And <laughs> again, the books on the books on the magical arts aisle are um, "Home is Where the Heart Is," a guide to phylacteries. Yeet, your eternal Ifridi to friend. Uh, Luck of the draw, a guide to the deck of many things, and arcane magics for the Tefling blood. Before we do anything else. Um... Say is actually, I'm going to take off uh, my hat, which is like cloth, and I'm going to wrap it around my lower face so I do not breathe in any spores. Nice. Oh, that's a good idea. And I message everyone, like, maybe we should all cover our mouths or something. If you have a very uh, fine mesh cloth of any sort. Anything? Tabard? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> 
I've got a lot of metal. Runa, like, ties her hair in front of her face. (laughs) (laughs) For once, she looks like a classic dwarf. I have common clothes, and I have a dagger. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, like, cut parts off of these common clothes and, like, give, like, a slice of, like, whatever to Ixen and to Runa. And then one for myself, and I'm gonna wrap it around my face. Noise. Yeah, Runa just, like, ties it around her mouth. She's like, thank you very much. Okay, so what else are we doing? I return to my previous habit of magic handing, (laughs) mage handing a bunch of books to follow me, much in a very, like, Fantasia kind of fashion. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, Did you just Mickey Mouse this? A little bit. Like, that's how Say would work at their library at home if they were, like, rearranging things that had gotten mistakenly put, like, back wrong. She'd just, like, mage hand everything around her and, like, walk to the next place and be like, okay, you go there, you go there, you go there, you go there, you don't go there, you're coming with me. Um, (laughs) And that's basically what she's doing right now. She has them all open to, like, relevant pages because I think that, like, I mean each thing has like a oh go see this page and go see this page kind of thing so i'm finding anything that's referenced in any of these books so i am no longer interested in the books like i know sayersha's got this i i mean (laughs) i'm sure i can help at some point but i'm like all right so that was a weird thing also weird that i just did that but also just weird that was weird i feel weird so i'm like um i'm gonna use my divine sense so I am trying to, I right now obviously know that there's, you know, some not cool shit happening. And so I'm just trying to keep an eye, a, a psychic eye on if there's not cool shit coming our way. And I know this is a typically like a move that you do in combat. Um, so I assume duration and whatnot is up to you, Daniel. Yeah, okay, so. Ixen's using divine sense for, you know, psychic sonar. Yeah. Cool. Alright, you got nothing. Cool. There is There is no celestial fiend or undead. Well, that's not true. <laughs> uh, within 60 feet of you. How far away is it? <coughs> oh. Well, that's an answer to something. Alright, it's not within 60 feet of you. You, don't, you still got nothing. <laughs> you, you got nothing. I got nothing. I'm like, cool. Oh, good. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so where, where, are we, where are we looking now, and are we picking up any of the books in the Magical Artifacts aisle? Were there any books referenced in there? None of the, none of the books cross-reference each other in text because I didn't have time to do that, but um, the titles will give you a hint as to whether they are useful to you. Um, you already have all the handouts for History and Geography. Um, these are the titles in the Magical Arts aisle. Okay, definitely the one about phylacteries because the... Um... The cards are phylacteries, and we're trying to destroy them. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I'm interested in the Afridi thing, so I'm just gonna grab that book and probably, like, maybe put it in my backpack. Do you touch it? No, okay. in my mage hand. All right. I thought I thought I thought so, but I want I want to make sure. Um, I don't have a handout for the Afridi book, but you do have it, so write that the fuck down. That's fine. Um, it's just for a later kind of thing, anyway. Yeah, that's why I said write it down, cause like we can do it later. <laughs> the deck of many things. As well. And then, like, I don't know, the tiefling one is interesting, but, like, nah, not right now. So the book on phylacteries um, has a list of ways to destroy Lich's phylacteries, um, and the uh, the guide to the deck of many things just has a list of what cards there are and what they do. Okay. 
for the listeners at home. Ooh, cool. Ways of disposing phylacteries. So um, I'm going to message everyone and be like, oh, oh, this one's perfect. This is exactly what we're looking for. Um, uh, okay, so apparently we're supposed to do da 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 and um, this is in your heads. <laughs> like, this is absolutely 100% in your heads. Like, <laughs> Say is just, like, reading it, but, like, under her breath, if that's possible, during a message. Again, just spamming that, that cantrip. So um, I also put this book into my backpack. With Mage Hand. Yeah, obviously. I'm probably poisoning everything in my backpack, but that's fine. We'll figure that out later. Um, yeah, your pet cat that you forgot about is like, oh no, and dies. Oh shit, man! I didn't even know I had a pet cat. Yeah, that's no. Terrible. Don't say that. Yeah, no. You're, yeah, you know, if anything was in your bag, then yeah. But yeah, I highly doubt anything living is in there, so fine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, they got that one, and I tell everyone like, okay, this is this is something we definitely need to look into. This explains how we can get rid of the books. Uh, and of the, not the books, of course, we don't want to get rid of books. Why would we ever want to get rid of books? Books are wonderful. Sure. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, correct. Uh, okay, let's continue to look for things on our necromantic friends. And by friends, I mean people we probably don't ever want to actually meet. Alright, where are you going next? Uh, biographies. Alright, so you guys head over to the biography section. You're not actually moving on the screen because all the shelves look the same. And so as you approach the biography section and uh, start to look around, um, Ixen, your um, undead sense starts pinging. Guys, get get behind me! Ixen, make a constitution saving throw. Shit. Damn it! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> That's cool. It's all good. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. It's all good. That's a crit fail. Bye. Yeah. All right. Bye, Ixen. <laughs> Bye. Um. So yeah. Uh. Ixen. Ixen is now asleep and has taken one point of damage. Yeah. You can still get behind me though. <laughs> yeah. Get behind me. Don't. Oh. All right. Oh no. Man down. Um. How did the spores get in then? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. You had advantage because you have the thing over your mouth. Do it again. Okay. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot in like the five seconds since we did it. <laughs> Yay! That's okay. This is a podcast about forgetting things. Yeah, Lou, keep us straight. Jesus. All right, that's a ten. That's not it. Okay, better. yeah, you still fail. Bye. <laughs> but All at right. least it's um, not as sad. Yeah, <laughs> I like attempt to catch a very <laughs> large dragon. Oh my! Yeah, make a deck save. A oh, deck save? Oh, good or, lord. Okay, yep, I'll go with that. Oh, sure. Whoa. Oh, gee, yeah, sure. Oh, God. Uh, that's a 20? So, so you're just <laughs> somehow you were able to gallantly catch Ixen in your arms and lower them gently to the floor. Yeah, with all those mage hands happening. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, they probably all drop, like, 100%. It's real. Because that's a concentration thing. <laughs> okay, I just rolled a medicine of 18. Can I, can I slap some life back into my... My dragonborn. I'm gonna perform CPR. <laughs> yeah. So Sayer should smack the crap out of out of Ixen. Um, <laughs> Not actually. <laughs> and uh, metaphorically smack the life back into them. Yeah. Um, so Ixen is now awake, but is is stunned. So she still can't can't move, but she can speak. There's there's something coming. There's. Some oh my God! Why are you talking again? I don't. I'm not saying that. Like <laughs> me, me, you is well, like. There's something like, coming, guys. Oh there's God. something coming. 
Ixen can only speak like very like very haltingly because they are stunned, so like they wouldn't be loud enough to trigger this force. They'd be fine. Alright, um, well, okay. Uh, do, do you know which way it's coming from? Do I? Um, I don't know, do you? Is that what that Divine Smite does? Divine Sense, I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Divine um, Smite. Yeah, I mean, sure. I know, the lo- I know the location, so yeah, I would know what direction yeah, it's coming from. Yeah, you would know, it, it's, you know, it's coming from that way. So I just, like, shakily, like, turn my head a little bit if I can, like, uh, you can definitely do the eye thing, like the- yeah. Uh, so my eyes are like, <laughs> it's that, that, that way, that way. Okay, um, Daniel, uh-huh. Daniel, Daniel, my love. Mm-hmm. Um, how how wide are these these um these aisles? Ten feet. Each for ten. Feet. Each square continues to be five feet. Okay, which, so, which seems um, excessive, but it's a big library, so. So, I'm gonna. At the end of the aisle that uh, Ixin, like, alluded to, um, I'm going to cast Five Flaming Sphere, because that sticks around for a bit. Okay. And I can move it around, and anything that gets touched by it gets hurt. Gets hurt. It gets gets real hurt. Gets got. So it takes seven fire. Okay. Well, it's not there. If they hit it. It's not there yet. So. They're not, it's not there yet, but... Um, but it will be. It, Using it basically as a shield. <laughs> yeah, okay. Alright, so the biography section is pretty empty. Like, almost hauntingly empty. Uh, all that's on the shelves are 333 copies of the biography of Fantasy Vanna White. Um, well, that's almost the only thing in there. Um, on one of the empty shelves, there is an open copy of Skylark Monarchs Through the Ages. And it is open to the page on King Crystal Fortwith II, who is the current King of Skylark. Um, so, yeah, this is just a page detailing um, King Crystal Fort with the second and how, you know, the fun facts about him and just the, you start to read the chapter on his, uh, on his, on how his reign began, which is mysterious and kind of, kind of creepy. But before they can do that, um, around the, uh, around the corner comes a, a faceless specter. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.